0: Welcome to the Red and Green Report. Orale, let's do this. Yo, welcome to episode 10 of the Red and Green Report. If you would like to follow us on social media, we are at Red and Green Report on Instagram and on Twitter. It is Red and Green Rep One because Twitter would not let me have Red and Green Report for some reason. I don't know why. Today's unofficial sponsor is Nexus Blue. Wait, what is it called? The new brew house down on Broadway. What What is it called? What is it called? What is it called? I'm never prepared for this.
1: I didn't know there was a new one.
0: There's a new one, and uh, me and my buddy Ua went yesterday, and it was delicious. It's on Broadway. I think it's the Nexus Blue.
1: I've only been to Nexus once, but I feel like they have one of the best combinations of like delicious beer and like good food. Oh,
0: dude, the food is amazing. Yeah. So there's yeah, Nexus Blue Smokehouse. It is on Broadway and uh, Cesar Chavez. And what did I have, dude? I had the chicken and waffles, and Ua had the 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 hot chicken. Have you heard of the hot chicken? It's no. famous out of like Nashville, no. Tennessee.
1: Last time I was there, I had the chicken and waffles. It was
0: awesome. Ah, uh, okay, dude. Their chi- their fried chicken is phew, really? top five, in my opinion. Yeah, man, it was great. So go check out the Nexus uh, Blue Smokehouse. They're actually adding on to it. It's going to be a lot bigger, but right now it's it's uh, they're they're still working on it. But you can go there and eat, but get there at a good time because we went and it was packed. Hmm. We waited for about ten minutes. But yes, go check out the Nexus uh, Blue Smokehouse. <laughs> Today, I have uh, actually I have a coworker with me, fellow fellow educator uh, right. Daniel Taylor. What's up, man?
1: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, thanks for coming through. Uh,
0: no no um, problem. How was Europe?
1: Man, Europe was a blast. You know, uh, my wife and I went for our 10-year anniversary. We had about eight days. I think in a perfect world, I'd like to take a lot more time, but we have kids oh, yeah. that we we're leaving at home. Yeah. And we didn't want to leave them for too long. Even, I think, eight days was kind of a lot. Yeah. But we started in London and did some awesome London sh- London shit. Where'd
0: you uh, fly out of?
1: We flew, so... Uh, so uh, some advice that someone gave me was to look for flights out of like Denver and Dallas yeah, yeah. instead of Albuquerque because flying out of the burke is just expensive, yeah, expensive almost no matter where you you're always going. have to make a connection. Oh man! Yeah, man so nah. we found a flight that was direct from Denver to London and it was a pretty good price. Um, and then originally we were going to just drive to Denver. Yeah. But we bought our flight long o, long ago, long ago. Yep.
0: Long canoe, can't talk, long summer break, now, teachers I've, on break, man. That's right.
1: I shut down that part of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> we bought the tickets a long time ago, so we had a little extra money. We just bought flights to Denver, so that was nice. Nice, yeah. yeah. So we flew into London, and we did that for about four days, and then we went to Paris.
0: What'd you do in London?
1: So we actually did a lot of cool stuff in London. Yeah. One of my favorite things that we did, because I'm kind of a nerd, is we went to the British Museum um nice and so that's where like the rosetta stone is the rosetta stone is pretty awesome so it was cool to see that in person and people say like the museums in london that um you could spend days in there and it's true if you wanted to look at and read every Mm -hmm. single little thing in the museum but i feel like if you do a little research ahead of time and figure out what you're really interested in then you can kind of hit those spots and get to see the stuff you want to see okay okay
0: so eight or what four days in london yeah, four days in London. Did you do the Jack the Ripper tour? No, man. We thought about it, but My yeah, my brother went to London in high school yeah. for his avid trip or whatever. Uh huh. And uh the teacher took him on the Jack the Ripper <laughs> tour and I was like, What? And he's like, dude, yeah. we he, they get to the where they start the tour and the guy's like, Look, we're in a pretty rough area of London. If anybody messes with you, just tell them you're with me. Everybody knows me. And it's funny. It's like, okay. And I'm with the guy. We're going to be walking by a few bars. Like, people are going to say stuff to you. Just keep walking. No way. Like, yeah. heck, just like heckling them Yeah, yeah, walk by. yeah, yeah. Just keep like, walking. Get out of here, you
1: damn tourists. Uh-huh. Really? Like,
0: telling them all about like that time in London, what was yeah. going on to like that present, you know, yeah. gangs in London. Yeah. Hooligan culture.
1: That's so. Cool. And I
0: thought, man, that's that's got to be like one of the best yeah. tours to go on. Dude. You know what? Tourism in
1: general is so interesting to me because I feel like as a as a place that gets tourists, because Albuquerque gets some tourism. Mm-hmm. There's like you're kind of split because there's part of you that's appreciative. They're bringing in money and they're bringing yeah. in people and hopefully yeah. you know. Yeah. The reputation is good. But then there's also, and I saw this in Europe some, there's places where they just don't want you around. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) They're like separate from the idea that this is good for our economy. And they're just like, get the
0: hell out of here. What are you doing? It's funny because I'll be at Frontier you (laughs) know, getting breakfast or whatever. Oh, yeah. And there's like a tourist like, Mm -hmm. what's the difference between red and green chili? And I'm just like, we don't want you here. (laughs) Goddamn tourist. (laughs) What are you doing here? Yeah. Go back to Rhode Island. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with Rhode Island. Just, yeah. We don't, yeah. What do you mean you don't? <laughs> Christmas. It's not Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. But, um, so London, four yeah. days, and then you went yeah. to? We went to Paris. Paris.
1: Yeah, but going back to London, the closest oh, thing that we did to a tour was really cool, and it was called the London uh bruise cruise oh and so it was down the thames it's funny i was saying it wrong for a long time because they don't say it the way it's spelled right like yeah. it's spelled t-h-y i don't know uh-huh. but they just call it the thames the thames Yeah, going so um it was a bunch of like local craft breweries out of london um just slinging their stuff so you buy a ticket on the boat and then you just you drink up and that was really cool because i'm a fan of craft brew and yeah that was one of the things I wanted to do while I was out there is try some different stuff. And it, it turns out their taste is pretty similar to ours. There's quite a few sours
0: and oh, okay. a couple of IPAs. Man, I, I don't like sours. You don't like Come sours? On. Every once yeah. in a while I'll find one and be like, Oh man, this is good, yeah. but it's rare, dude. I don't yeah. Well, I think sometimes
1: a sour just tries to be sour for like the sake yeah. of being super sour. Yeah, if you can definitely. get one that's got a good flavor, I yeah, think for it's sure. not too bad. But mm-hmm. I think that's kinda where beer's trending right now, is towards sour
0: <laughs> stuff. Cool, cool. So what was that called again? The The I think it was called the Booze Cruise. The Booze Cruise. Yeah, man. And what was your food experience like in London?
1: (laughs) So people say the food in England isn't that great, but the cool thing about England is that it's definitely a melting pot. So there's just cultures from everywhere Uh there. And so while like fish and chips is fun once and the rest of the I'm sure yeah. actually that some of the other foods are amazing and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But, <laughs> you but didn't try full I know, English. I know I'm not I'm not trying to be a jerk for, full any, English for any any English oh, no. listeners out there. I'm sure that you guys have some awesome stuff that I didn't yeah. even know about or yeah. didn't try. Yeah. Um but like some of the other foods from other cultures, like the I had we had i can't remember maybe it was like korean food that was pretty good mm-hmm. uh, i've never tried that before yeah yeah and so like just eating food from different cultures trying a few different things that's cool Did yeah. you try any
0: indian indian food uh not while we were there oh, okay maybe. yeah there's, there's a large indian uh, uh, there's a lot of curry yeah a lot of yeah. curry place a lot of indian restaurants yeah. then i heard um my my good friend marcel his girlfriend she told me that there are amazing Indian restaurants in London, yeah, I believe, that. and she says it's the best yeah. well, I'll just probably have to go back. outside of India, yeah, so
1: go back and try it out
0: Woo! but um
1: yeah, um also in London i don't know, we did a bunch of different stuff, that was probably like the highlights in in my opinion, yeah. Paris was pretty cool. So, one of the cool things about Paris is we took the train that goes, like, under yeah. the water, you know? The Chunnel? The Chunnel. The channel. Yeah. The Eurostar. Uh-huh. Yeah, we thought about flying, but it just seemed faster. It was a little more okay. expensive to take the train. You was know, that a
0: decision you made in London? Like, or should we nah. fly or do the Chunnel? Or you made that decision? Nah, that would have stressed me out too oh, much, yeah. putting it off that long. <laughs> <laughs> i would have just
1: had upset stomach the whole trip not knowing how i was going to get to paris yeah 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 so no we uh we took the train that was cool that was way more comfortable than the plane too Mm. just chillax and my wife just slept paris was cool i felt like paris might have been a little bit cheaper we did a lot of the touristy stuff in Paris. did a ton of walking we were walking almost 10 miles a day man oh dude yeah in europe
0: (laughs) so much walking you look at your phone that tells you your steps yeah you're like, what? Really? <laughs> I know. There's just so much to look at. Yeah. There's yeah. Every corner. Yeah. Turn. We we
1: got back and my mother-in-law was like, "We'll keep it up," and I'm like, "You call me fat." I mean, like, so now I'm trying to walk ten miles a day here in Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. No, not really. It's
0: hard, dude. It's hot. It's hotter. <laughs> yeah. And there's just yeah.
1: Everything's spread out. Like in London, if you walk a uh-huh. mile, there's something cool. You walk another yeah, mile, there's something. Exactly. Cool. In Albuquerque, you have
0: to walk ten miles just to get to like the one cool place yeah. you wanted to go. Yeah. And then you know, the public transportation is just way better. In, absolutely. In Europe, so. absolutely. Yeah. So what'd you do in Paris? Um, we went to the Louvre.
1: Nice. That was cool. I think we caught it at a good time because I've heard there can be lines for some oh, of the dude, more the famous weights. pieces, yeah, but there wasn't inspiring. really a lot of lines. We had some ideas about what we wanted to see, so we kind of caught most of that, and we were out of there by four-ish. And then I think later that day, we went and walked around the Eiffel Tower. Didn't, like, go up because yeah. it was kind of expensive. Yeah, it is. I didn't need to do that. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to see it. And,
0: did you, know. you buy uh, some French fries for, like, 20 euros? <laughs> no, man.
1: I did try duck while we were out there, though. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, man. Was and it so, amazing? <laughs> um, I didn't love it, oh, Okay, Oh, but I'm kind of a picky eater, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it was kind of like fatty and mm. like a little bit rare. So <laughs> I I ate as much as I could. That place had this amazing <laughs> side <laughs> dish though that was these potatoes. It was like almost mashed potatoes, but there was more cheese in there than potatoes, Ooh. so it was almost stringy while you were eating it. Oh okay. Oh so good. Yeah. So I ate a lot of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. What was the alcohol experience and petty?
1: I was there with my wife and she's not a huge drinker. So oh, okay. I, I didn't drink a ton um no mostly sh- just no
0: champagne no uh... uh we had
1: a couple of bottles of wine actually uh, especially okay. in france you know you're sitting out on the table and looking at the people and yeah and you gotta have a bottle of wine uh-huh. and that was fun um I'm, I'm sure we tried some i didn't even keep, yeah. like keep the bottles or but mm. yeah and then just you know having a pint at the pub now and then oh yeah dude because everywhere you are you're a
0: two-minute walk from a oh pub. dude yeah that's see that's something that i miss <laughs> oh yeah from europe and then the bread oh man the bread (laughs) and then waking up in the morning and smelling the bread from the different bakeries and then oh dude
1: there was one morning in paris where we were sitting out having a coffee or something somewhere and everybody who i saw had a bag with a baguette sticking out of it it was like six inches of a bag it must have been like fresh bread day or something Mm -hmm. i don't know like the local bakery just finished their new new batch batch of yeah yeah. (laughs) this is pretty cool that is cool. Yeah. You know what I noticed in, in France that was interesting, though, is that um, I tend to try to get by by being really nice to people, you know, mm-hmm. and being yep. kind can get you really far and being charming can get you uh, really far, too. Like if you're just friendly and thoughtful and kind to people. um, And so I didn't realize how much I got by on that until I got to France. And uh, there was a communication barrier. Yeah, And it's really hard to be, like, <laughs> charming and kind and friendly when yeah. you speak a different language, you yeah. know? Because you roll into a restaurant, and you're like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Like, I really like your earrings. And they just look at you, you know, with, uh, <laughs> okay, you just point on the menu. i <laughs> will have that, you know? And they're like, ah, oh, damn yeah. tourist. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. so
1: I'm going to have to work on my uh, my foreign language Did you show. learn any
0: any french before you went out <laughs> you know, like, like little things
1: man like 6 months ago my wife and i haley we downloaded the duolingo app
0: and we're okay. gonna we're
1: gonna do it and we did it for like 2 or 3 weeks and then that was it yeah so we knew a tiny bit but not yeah. not as much as we should have honestly <laughs> we could have worked a lot harder at that
0: well now you know i know yeah i know but yeah it's cool that you got to go to europe yeah and- See London and yeah. Paris, Not a lot yeah. of people get to do that, man.
1: Yeah, I'd never been. You know, I was one of the reasons that I really wanted to check out um, England, um, not London specifically, is because I was born out there.
0: That's right. Yeah. So my That's dad right. was in the yeah. Air Force, and they were stationed okay. there.
1: I didn't get to go back to the little town that I was born in, which uh-huh. is called uh, Lake and Heath. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's an. Uh, there was an Air Force base out there. I don't know if there still is. You know.
0: It might be. I, when I left, it, is it was Mildenhall. It, there's Mildenhall, Lakinheath. Yeah. Um, let's see, Air Force bases in England. So I always had this
1: idea that like I needed to go back to the place where I was born, you know?
0: Yeah. There's Alkenbury, That's where my good friend went to high school. Okay. There's Fairford. Yeah. Lakinheath, Mildenhall, Menwith Hill. Okay. Menwith Hill is north. I think it's way further north. Is it? Yeah. We played them in basketball one time. <laughs> and the team went, they were like, dude, it was far. <laughs> they took a bus and they went no in the tunnel. Yeah, dude, yeah.
1: That would be a pretty huge uh, Let's see.
0: commute. I think they're all still open.
1: I didn't know that. You know, there was like some UFO conspiracies around Lake and Heath Mildenhall Air Force Base. Really? Yeah, I don't know them specifically. but. Mm.
0: There's yeah, a there's been with Hill.
1: Wikipedia rant you could go on as looking up that stuff.
0: Yeah, there's lots of air force bases.
1: That's pretty wild. How many British or English bases are there in the US, do you know? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think That's, it's none. I think it's zero. There's some <laughs> I know the German the Germans had a presence in southern New Mexico. Yeah. Down in Alamogordo. Yeah. The pilot, they would train down there. Yeah. Um British
1: But it wasn't like their base, right? No. It's interesting. I don't know if there's Any countries that have an Air Force base in the United States?
0: No. Let's see. United States. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think there's any. No. Probably not. Because these are all in England. Yeah. But I bet they come over here and train.
1: Oh, All the time. Yeah. All the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. You got to go back to your... Yeah. Are you a dual? Do you have people. a... You no, have so EU?
1: I actually, I looked into that, and the cutoff for the dual license, or the dual um, citizenship thing was in January, and I was born in June, so I oh. missed it by a couple of months.
0: You should get a lawyer. I, <laughs> I, bet, I bet you could still I, was do it. I was conceived. I was conceived
1: before January. I don't know if I could. It'd be cool I to do. I bet you could do it. It could be. Yeah. It would be really cool to do. Check it. Look into it. Yeah, I yeah man. I should.
0: I should. Because that'd be great. To, well, they're not going to be in the EU i know much longer right I but know. still yeah. you should uh, it's good to have a backup <laughs> it's line, good I to guess. have a backup yeah. yeah i'm going to england peace <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well word up man um yeah. but uh you're you were born in new mexico correct No. Or, I was, I was born oh new you new, were born in yeah. england duh yeah but like and three then, years later it was and new then, mexico okay
1: so New Mexico has always kind of been home base. Yeah. Um, but we also lived in North Texas for a little while, Maryland, where my brother was born. Okay. Lived there for a little while, and then back
0: here in New Mexico.
1: We almost went to Japan once. That was uh, really
0: yeah, cool. Yeah, We lived in Japan, Yokota yeah. uh, Air Force Base. Did you? Yeah. You guys? I was a I was a little cool kid. Places. I was a little kid. I don't. I want to go back to Japan. Me too, kind of. But um, I I was a little kid. I have memories, like real brief memories. Yeah. But nothing that sticks. How old were you when you left? I I was 4. Okay. I was 4 years old. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's like me. I think we left England when I was 3. So I have like snapshots.
0: Oh, okay. Do you have any memories of Maryland? Yeah.
1: I remember Maryland pretty well. Our um our house was um like it backed up to a forest. So there's a couple uh, of stories about that forest that were crazy, but one time I remember there was a crazy wind. And the tree, there was a tree, it fell in our backyard. It was a massive tree. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of awesome because I would just go out, we'd just climb all over it. Yeah. It was amazing. Because cool. even on its side, like the branches, it was like having a jungle in our own yard. Oh, yeah.
0: How long was that tree there yeah. for?
1: I don't remember. You know, it was on an Air Force base, so they probably took care of it like right away. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they were out there in the next couple of days to chop it up and get rid yeah. of it. I don't know.
0: Was that your elementary school experience in Maryland? The um, beginning, anyway?
1: Yeah, that was part of it, for sure. I don't remember exactly which years um, or when we left. I don't actually remember a lot about Maryland. I had a good friend across the street. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Was
0: that whatsoever. Andrews? Were you at Andrews? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah,
1: that was pretty cool. Um,
0: when did you leave?
1: Man, that's a good question. I think we probably left not long after my brother was born. Yeah. Yeah, and then we were back in New Mexico for a little while. Um. Yeah, I don't actually remember. Yeah, I don't remember a ton. I remember getting lost in that forest, which was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I was a couple older kids with walkie-talkies asked if I wanted to go for a hike. And if you're listening, I haven't forgotten, and I hate you guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) guys, Did you (laughs) get ditched, man? Dude,
1: yeah. Oh, brutal. They took me to the middle of the forest, and they ditched me. And I was this little kid. I think I went to kinder and first grade in Maryland. So I was tiny, man. Oh, man. Yeah, so I was just walking through the forest. I remember it being terrifying and beautiful at the same time, um, just like little ponds, and you could see the reflection. I found my way back to a park that I recognized that we went to as a family, Uh and I could walk back from the park back to where my house was, Mm -hmm. but yeah that was some scary it's stuff, all about man. the landmarks oh, man dude yeah.
0: you mean you mean you didn't have a cell phone <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> nope yeah i didn't know i didn't even have a walkie-talkie like <laughs> oh, yeah, those I did two jerks
1: that dished me <laughs> like, hey, this is a funny uh, guys that's
0: a shitty situation oh, man I just, yeah i still dude. remember that so after maryland you came
1: after maryland we came back to new mexico for a while Okay, in New Mexico, I lived for several years. We lived over by Arroyo delos elementary school and a pretty cool little house, actually, okay, yeah, my parents got it for a good price, and then when we left the the market was way up, so oh, okay, yeah, they, they sold it and got some money um went to Arroyo Delos for a while um and that was pretty cool too. had a couple friends um but I never like i don't know, I was never great at making friends as a young mm. kid, you know, I had like some anxiety, and I guess I still do, but I had the coping skills. Yeah, I have the coping skills for it now, but at the time, I didn't. You know, yeah, I, I had anxiety about school, and so Areo Deloso was interesting because um, I think that's where. So it was. So it was probably around second grade that I started there, and that's where the school decided that I was probably struggling more academically than my peers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had me tested and put into like a special ed program.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and. That was maybe I was getting pulled out for an hour or two a day. Yeah. Yeah. And I hated it. Yeah. I hated it, man. And I still, that's still kind of an important part of who I am as a teacher because I just remember the feeling of like, all right, it's time for all the special ed kids to leave. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, like, put your head down. Yeah. It always seemed like that was right when the fun stuff was about to start, you yeah, know? And then know. they pull you out. Oh, my God, I hated that feeling, uh-huh. man. And so I got diagnosed with dyslexia, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, um, my dyslexia is interesting because it's not um, it's not a dyslexia that means that I see things backwards or that words are jumbled, but it has more to do with like my memory and how I remember things mm-hmm. and like my short term memory, my working memory. yeah, okay. so it makes some things really hard for me, um, okay, but I mean, you just as you get older, especially if you have the intelligence to cope with it, you learn strategies and it's not like a huge deal, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but I remember, uh, who's that doctor we saw at that training that one summer?
1: Oh, yeah. He talked man. a
0: lot about the working memory. Yeah, that guy was like a Jensen. promotional speaker. Jensen, Dr. Jensen. Yeah. Yeah, man. He seemed like an interesting guy. Was... He did. He, he has all those books. Well, he has that yeah. one book I know. I don't know if he has all those books, but he has he that has one. multiple. And, you know, just with the different strategies that you can give the kids in the classroom mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. Takes what did he say? Takes ten minutes each day. Yep. Five minutes each day just yep. to do these little things and then boom you're
1: just like stretching this muscle in your brain yeah. that otherwise just doesn't get used that that much. Yeah. Yeah. Not directly anyway.
0: All those strategies are really useful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um I I don't use a ton of those strategies like directly no. for like working memory stuff. No, but so basically the way it translates is I have a hard time remembering specific like I don't know. I'd almost call it patterns. Like spelling is really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like memorizing numbers. Okay. I remember as a kid, even to this day, maybe I have like three phone numbers memorized. And I know that's not really yeah. a thing anymore. Like who yeah. who learns numbers? <laughs> I don't know anyone's number because it's all on your phone. But there was a time where you kind of needed to remember people's numbers. Yeah. I could remember like two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of stuff is kind of hard for me. So like memorize and learn that kind of stuff. But you know, as you get older and you use technology being able to spell is a little less important i still have people who come up to me and they're like you can't spell very
0: good (laughs) i
1: thought you were a teacher you ever get that kind of stuff you should know how to do this you're a teacher you're like like, what the like being a teacher doesn't mean i know
0: everything yeah every once in a while i'll mess up and i'll put (laughs) like uh you know when when i should say your i i put the apostrophe (laughs) re or the other way around and they correct me on it you're a teacher you should know it's like dude it's it's yeah. Facebook Messenger oh, or like, yeah, like chill out. You okay? feel like you're representing like a yeah. whole subgroup of people. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I let teachers yeah. down. All the teachers listening, I'm sorry
1: I'm bad at spelling. I give us a bad name. But I feel like <laughs> it's an important part of being a good teacher is I just tell my students up front, like, yeah. this is something I struggle with. It's something I'm going to struggle with forever. There yeah. are things that I don't struggle with. And you guys are going to have things that you struggle with too, but you can still be successful.
0: Yeah you know yeah um, like i make mistakes in class and i'm like oh sorry guys yeah. uh that's not how you do it rewind <laughs>
1: yeah. rewind yeah well you teach fifth grade that's some complex stuff man oh, like especially dude. in math you guys some are of that,
0: working oh, with <laughs> dude some of that common core stuff i'm yeah. looking at it and i'm like
1: what yeah i'm sure there's high school math <laughs> teachers out there who are thinking we're a couple of idiots yeah, like,
0: <laughs> we have to divide fractions like, yeah
1: yeah but man that kind of stuff if you forget dude. how did like you can mm-hmm. lead them down the wrong... I've that's why, you know a teacher doing
0: that. That's why I like the professional... Some of them, the professional developments. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. how you do that. And you need to
1: be reminded how to know, do that kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, math. Absolutely. And
0: that's what I tell the students. You got to do math every day. Yeah. And that's why you have math homework every day. Yep. And, you know, it's practice. You got to practice. Yep. And I tell parents keep up with the multiplication <laughs> Don't keep stop. up with the division like just keep doing it because it's yeah. always going to stick with them yeah. you know whether Don't. they're doing fractions decimals algebra whatever yeah keep up with that and yeah, yeah. takes practice
1: it does take practice but on the parent side like it's
0: hard yeah you know? it is hard i'm yeah. i'm a
1: parent my wife's a parent my wife works she gets home maybe at 6 every day the kids go to bed at 8 she's got 2 hours with them she doesn't want to spend all that time fighting about homework. yeah know? for sure so it's hard to find a balance. Like, I mean, you have to figure out what's important to you and your family. And for us, that's academics and being successful with that kind of stuff. But yeah. I can see, you know, we have families at our school who are working two or three jobs. Like, they aren't yeah, even home rough, to yeah. make sure. It's hard. So I, there's mm-hmm. got to be some balance, like imparting the importance onto students so that they can try and take it up and work yeah. on it on their own a little mm-hmm. bit. But I don't. There's no one definite answer.
0: Yeah, with with the multiplication, like I just give them that you know that chart. It's like a a, there's a name for it, but it's a multiplication chart. And just like yo, look at the one you struggle with. Yeah. And on the bus or in the car or tattoo it on your hand and (laughs) no, don't do that. No. Um, I mean,
1: you can, but you got to wash your hands before. Yeah, man.
0: And then you know I don't I don't give homework on Fridays. Yeah, I never Just, did that either. I mean, they don't do it on the weekend anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I actually got that uh, idea from uh, another from Sandy. Yeah, so she's like, I don't, awesome. I don't give homework on Friday. They don't do no. it on on the weekend yeah. anyway. It's like, oh, no, okay. and I
1: figure like if I don't want to grade stuff on on the weekend, then oh. I shouldn't be asking them to do stuff on the grade? weekend. grade. No, <laughs> <plan>. <laughs> what's grading? Who does that? <laughs> You know that's one uh, of the things that's nice about the new position is I don't have like a ton of oh, dude. I don't have a ton of grading man, to do that's anymore. Awesome. I, yeah, that's awesome. I'm having a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, I can tell like when you've done the uh the PDs for us like the What was the one you did it was really awesome the anxiety the empathy the the exhaustion. Where oh, you're just yeah, like exhausted. yeah. It's called uh,
1: sympathy fatigue, or sympathy fatigue, compassion
0: fatigue, compassion. Yeah, I do. yeah.
1: Where basically you're working with all these people who are in poverty, and you're sort of absorbing that and helping them uh-huh. cope. But you, if you're not coping with that, then you are left with a bunch of, you yeah. know, com- like fatigue from the trauma that these people were were, were yeah. working with are are struggling with all the time. Yeah, and it's really important. You know, it's interesting. So I saw that at first in a professional development that someone else did, but I was talking to my wife about it. She's a social worker and she works with all kinds of different people, but specifically right now she works with people primarily who have um, um, addiction issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, she said it's something that social workers talk about all the time because they're dealing with other people's trauma and they they have meetings where they talk about how are you coping with your compassion fatigue. And I think as teachers, it's something that we don't consider Um, enough, especially now that the population, at least I can speak specifically to our school, our population is a little bit higher need and we have a lot of trauma at our school and we need to be talking about how as teachers we're coping with this trauma because as people who are helping, um, children and even some of the adults regulate and work through this trauma, we're absorbing a significant amount of it and we need to talk about like how we're working with each other or at home. Like, what are you doing to... To combat this compassion
0: fatigue, yeah, man. And one of the things, because I've dealt with it for a few years, Mm -hmm. and uh, one of the things that helps a lot is going to the gym. Yeah. So whether it's early in the morning or after work, like I'll like lift weights and do some cardio, and then afterwards I'm like, you know what, that issue that I had earlier today isn't even really that bad. Or I'll think, okay, this is how I can help the student or the family. Yeah. And yeah, you just keep the brain moving.
1: Have a light bulb while you're on the treadmill.
0: Ah. Yeah yeah and then also talking to my coworkers because no, they're like man. dude i'm in the same boat and yeah. i'm like really because it seems like you're uh, you yeah. got it on point and they're like "Nah, yeah i'm dealing with the same yeah. issue so man teacher it, happy hours i uh, feel man. bad for anyone who's an outsider
1: because there's no there's no talking about anything other than work it's just like what yeah. about this student oh that student did you try this yeah. if that's all happy hour. like
0: when you bring your significant other <laughs> yeah. your boyfriend or your girlfriend it's just like <laughs> just looking, at the, looking, looking at left phone. and right uh, uh, I'm going to check my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. It's, yeah. I
1: feel kind of bad for it. But teachers need that. Uh-huh. And we don't do that at school. There's no time. Yeah. The whole time you're at school is all focused on the student. And there's not even time for all the paperwork and all that nonsense that you need to do, let yeah, alone... Dude. Having important meetings with your peers about what's yeah. eating you up and what you need, <laughs> you know? And especially, I think, when you're at school, if you talk about it, you feel kind of weak. But if you're at the bar having a, a beverage, you don't, you you know, it doesn't bother you as much. But yeah, it's hard to go to someone and say, I'm struggling with this in my classroom. Do you have any ideas? Because it makes you feel like a weak teacher. and Yeah. And... That's it's important to you. I think, especially with teachers, it's the only thing I've ever done really in a professional capacity. But we all take a lot of pride in what we do, man, yeah. and we yep. take a lot of pride in how our classroom is run and the stuff that we're covering. Yeah, and it's really hard to set that pride aside and ask someone for a little bit of help or even yeah. just to vent for a minute. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's yeah. why it's good to get to know your coworkers. <laughs> yeah, and communicate. Yeah. And what Absolutely. you know? You start learning what what can happen, what cannot happen, yeah. what people will help you with, what they kind of have trouble helping you with. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you learn who has strengths in the building and who yeah n- who might benefit from <laughs> your strengths in the building.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. And I think you start sending them to their room. Go to their room. <laughs> 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 I can't look at you right now. You need a break. Yeah, go uh, go oh to their yeah. room. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. I got in trouble for that once. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I probably could have handled it better, but I had a student who I found that was making like racially charged comments to another yeah. student and it got me really fired up. Mm. You know, I was I was like I'm going to make a poor choice. I'm going to say something dumb. So I think I told the kid like I can't look at you right now. I need you to go sit in the hallway or something like that. Uh, like I can't I yeah. can't look at you right now. I need to calm down from this. And uh, the parents got kind of upset, and they were like, yeah. they said you couldn't even look at them. And, I, I, you know, I explained the situation, and they're rational people. They seem to kind of yeah. understand. And this was just a kid who's in third grade. Like, they probably barely knew what they were saying, or they just thought it was funny. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it got me riled up. And sometimes you kind of have to yeah, take, like, a break
0: from that. I think you did the right thing. I mean. <laughs> it's better than. People forget that we're human <laughs> beings, too. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, well, you did what? It's like, well. You never made a mistake? Or yeah. like, what are you, perfect? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, telling a kid I can't even look at you right now is kind of harsh. Yeah, it's rough, dude. It is harsh. I could but, have handled it better. Yeah. But I mean, when you're having thousands of interactions with 30 kids every yeah. day, all day, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't be perfect all the time. Yeah. And if that's the worst that I do, then
0: that's not so bad. Yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. You got teachers duct taping kids to chairs. <laughs> oh, and man. Hitting them. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> That's crazy, I and I laugh. It's not funny. No, it's, but it's not, it's like, not oh, funny, man.
0: No. But um, yeah, yeah teachers keeping k- kids in the classroom, searching yeah. their backpacks. I don't, you know, oh. I don't know the law behind all that, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that you can't do that. Oh, you know, yeah. you, you need some uh yeah. some guidance on those issues. Well, and
1: I think it's that's one of the reasons that it's it's um or that I'm grateful that we work in an elementary school because yeah. I don't have to worry about that much as that stuff
0: as yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Maybe you remember the Alice training did to yeah. go to that <sighs>
1: yeah run run no. run as far and you as you can't If you can
0: run still try to run yeah. yeah and then if that doesn't work throw a tray a if chair you can him. take out the shooter <laughs> take him out and i'm yeah. just sitting there like man this is so depressing oh it was terrifying and then he did the he did the columbine statistics He's just showing pictures the va tech yeah oh. the where, what they did where yeah. they went and
1: this guy like, blocked dude. the door
0: uh uh-huh. this
1: guy ran out the window yeah they they oh.
0: broke the window and just jumped out, and oh. this class didn't do anything. And it's, oh, dude, yeah. It's, it's so terrifying.
1: I can't imagine. Dude. Yeah.
0: All right. Back back to, uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> See, this is like, all we need is a beer,
1: and then this is everybody listening to our teacher problems again. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. everybody.
0: I, I have. You're, beer. You are now we the should, significant no, other <laughs> at our, <laughs> our happy hour chat. Yep. Yeah, yeah these conversations are important, though, because a lot of yeah. people are like, oh, they're a teacher. Yeah, they can handle it. Yeah, summer know. breaks are for the teachers. Like all the problems that you have, we have the same mm-hmm. problems. So yep, yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Trying to balance everything, uh huh, it's tough. a lot to balance. Yeah, but um, so elementary school, elementary school. Um, so I qualified for special education, did some classes. I hated it, and so I don't know if this is real or if this is my perception, but I just remember going to like this small room, and lady would bust out like a textbook, a reading textbook, and she would just say, read this for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, so bad. I even yeah. remember her name, but I'm not going to put her on blast. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she's not around anymore. She yeah. was a little bit older, but.
0: Read this, sonny boy. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. It,
1: and I would go home crying. Yeah. I would. Like, it was, Man. oh, it was awful. Um, so then we moved to Texas, North Texas, mm. Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls? Wichita Falls? I, Everyone drives through Wichita Falls. It's I on have I a 40. great
0: story about Wichita Falls. <laughs> All right, yeah, you go man. first. I went... So, let's see. I graduated high school.
1: Mm-hmm. From in, in Germany, right? In Germany. Yeah.
0: And I came back to Albuquerque. And a good friend of mine, Tom, uh, the year before I graduated, had moved to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. To Lawton? Lott- Lawton. Lawton. Mm-hmm. Just north of Wichita Falls. Yep. So, my plan... I'll take the bus to Wichita Falls because yep. it was cheap, yeah, and then a like the Greyhound, yeah, yeah, and he would just drive down and pick me up, yeah, make things easy for oh, me, oh, yeah, so I took this horrible bus trip, oh man, from Albuquerque to Wichita Falls. Can I just tell
1: you that I've also done the Greyhound bus from Albuquerque to Wichita Falls,
0: really? oh, yeah, yeah. I did it
1: before, <sighs>
0: keep going though, we stopped <laughs> in all these little <laughs> towns in Texas, <laughs> and yep. we stopped at a gas station one time and People had gone in in front of me. I forget the name of the town in Texas. Mm -hmm. We were like 45 minutes outside of Wichita Falls. (laughs) People had gone in and they were coming out and they were all white, you know, Uh all white people. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm going to get something to drink. (laughs) So I went to the door and it was locked. The door for the bus? For the gas station.
1: Oh. oh, This sounds familiar. the lady's
0: looking, like they had one of those windows that you could turn. Yeah. And she turned the window. Mm -hmm. What do you want? (laughs) It's like, I just want a Coke what kind of coke regular diet It was like regular coke yeah i'll get it for you and i'm thinking all those other people just went in <laughs> and bought their stuff and but they all wouldn't of it, let you in. they wouldn't let she locked uh, i don't know if they were closed Nah, dude. or it's because you're brown oh man so <laughs> she got it to me and she's like dollar whatever and I gave her like a five. I don't have change. I oh. Like, oh. So I looked at my wallet and was like, oh, here you go. You know, whatever. Here's a dollar fifty. Just uh-huh. take the – whatever. Keep the change. Yeah. Got on the bus, made it to Wichita Falls, <laughs> and we get off the bus, and it's just surrounded by like Texas state troopers, mm-hmm. and they're just standing there. And I'm like, oh, man, what is going
1: on? Like, wait, so you yeah. pull up in the bus and –
0: wow texas state like lights troopers on. lights on they're lined up they have dogs and i'm like oh man what is going on <laughs> so i get off the bus and they're like hey is that is that your only bag do you have anything in the undercarriage? like nope it's my only bag uh-huh. um i'm good to go well are you staying in wichita falls no i'm going to Lawton. Uh-huh. i look to my left and my buddy's just like hey <laughs> you know, like eh. he's like there to pick you up <laughs> yeah. hey john what's up <laughs> hey what's up man <laughs> so it's like yeah there's my ride oh, okay yeah. cool and We were leaving and we saw them grab somebody who they were waiting for. They got the bus? So I was on the bus. I always like to say I was on the bus with the serial killer or something. Probably. Yeah. Trying to escape New Mexico. That's awesome. He got caught in Wichita Falls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. But okay. So uh, Wichita Falls.
1: Yeah. Actually, so my bus story for Wichita Falls, um, I can't remember why we were there. But it was to visit some old friends. And I think that was – so Wichita Falls – I'll I'll always look back on it like with fond memories because it, it seems like a dinky maybe town um, without a lot to it, but actually it was kind of big for me um, for a few different reasons. One reason is when we got to Wichita Falls, they didn't put me in special education, mm. and I don't know why. Um, I think my mom might have advocated for that a little bit, um, yeah. But um, the the main reason was that when we got there I I made friends and these were like, I'd never really had, I don't know. I mean, I guess I had had friends before, but I didn't really know what it meant to have like a real friend until we got to Wichita falls. Um, and, Um, so just a few weeks after getting there, I made friendships that like, I'm still in contact with people to this day. Nice. Um, with friends that I made in Wichita Falls, just good people. Um, and so my friends were also all like really intelligent, successful at school type kids. Yeah. And I think one of the things I learned in Wichita Falls, um, was how much your peer group influences who you are. Yeah. You know, because I, I ended up spending time, like we did all our sports together and, um, hung out together after school and we all lived, I mean, Wichita Falls is a small town anyway. We all lived yeah. pretty close, like walking distance to each other. Um, and so like being good at school just became something that I was kind of interested in yeah. uh, because of the peer group that I was with and they influenced me quite a bit. And I actually found a lot of success, um, in, in Texas with my academics. And it was nice because I went from someone who was experiencing a decent amount of anxiety, and never really felt like I was really successful to being someone who I felt like, you know, I was doing okay. Yeah. And that was a nice feeling. Um, and that continued for a while. Played some sports. Was never really very good at, like, mm. a lot of sports. Um, but I also, <laughs> in... <laughs> what did you play? <laughs> I played football. Um, I was a, a linebacker. But I've always been kind of a little bit heavy and a little bit slow. Um, so I've never been real great at it. I played um, soccer a lot growing up. was never real because I'm a little bit slow. I played baseball. And it turns out, actually, you can be a little bit heavy and slow and be good at baseball. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was decent at baseball. Um, <laughs> you know, because I could hit the ball. And as long as I hit it, you know, away from everyone, I could didn't have to run super fast. Yeah. So. Just keep hitting home runs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I never yeah. hit a home runs. <laughs> but Wichita Falls was awesome. It was it was like a transformation time for me That's in a lot good. of yeah. different ways um, you know they had state regulated or mandated testing in Texas long before they ever did in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. It's called the toss test t a a s <laughs> I took that and I did well on it, and I was like my parent teacher conferences were going good, and it was a good feeling to like sit down with the teacher and not have have them tell like my parents how dumb I was, yeah <laughs> yeah, and having good uh-huh. friends was awesome um So in middle school in Wichita Falls, I started, actually it started in like fifth grade. Two important things happened in fifth grade. One was um, I got into choir, which like just kind of influenced my story from then on out. Because I found something that I kind of liked and I found something that I was like kind of good at and that kind of influenced my peer group. But the other thing is I started having to go to the bathroom a lot like a ton, just drinking and peeing all the time. I remember one time I ran for student council for fifth grade because we do student council stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, and like my platform was like, we'll take more restroom breaks. and (laughs) Because that was what was important to me, man. I was like, we'll spend more time in the bath. We'll shorten PE by five minutes so everyone can get a drink of water. And everyone was like, shorten PE? Are you crazy? (laughs) I did not win
0: anything, Yeah.
1: I had my first girlfriend in fifth grade. Oh, yeah. Me yeah, too. man. I got yeah. kissed on the cheek. Her name was Lacey York, if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for being my first girlfriend. You were awesome. I was like the new guy from New Mexico. The oh, girls yeah. were like, oh, this guy's kind of cute. Yeah. It was weird for me. Like What's I never, his name? I've yeah. never been the cute guy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Because like oh, I man. said, I was kind of chubby and slow. Um, so I ended up spending a lot of time at the doctor. Um doing some tests and stuff. At first they didn't really believe me and they t- checked for diabetes and stuff. Um, and so they did some scans and what they found was that I had a pituitary tumor. Oh really? Um, yeah. in you know, in my brain it was like kind of between the optical nerves tucked in behind the pituitary. Um, So because my dad was air force, this was all like medical doctors and stuff. So they found this thing and they said, this is why you're going to the bathroom all the time. And it, my, I just remember my mom like getting the phone call and breaking down and me feeling like I had to be strong is like this fifth grade kid for my mom who's breaking down crying. That was like, I just remember like there's a few times in your life where you feel like, like your, your blood just leaves your body and you feel super light and you get like a little bit cold. And have you ever experienced something like that? Yeah. And, um,
0: I have. Yeah.
1: And so we just like, it was maybe three days later. They said, we're going to do an emergency, um, brain surgery on your kid. And so (laughs) We're trying to figure out, where's my brother going to go? What are we going to do? Yeah. So they flew us to San Antonio, and I had uh, brain surgery, like, the next week. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah. They went in through my upper lip, and they took out, like, a big chunk of my pituitary and part yeah. of the tumor. Um, so that was another reason that, that uh, you know, my stay there in Wichita Falls was kind of a transformation for me because... Yeah. I mean, you, you can't go through something like that and not have it change a little bit about oh, yeah. who you are. I definitely wouldn't say yeah. that it defines me, but it definitely played a huge role in who I am, like my personality. And it's kind of sad as a young person, like learning to take life more seriously at, uh-huh. at a young point. But yeah, I yeah. definitely matured a lot uh, during that time. And I stayed in Texas through um, through middle school. Uh, recovered nicely. Everything went well, and um, big props to the the military. They covered everything. Yeah, I think the only thing my parents had to pay for were the meals I ate in the hospital, and I remember seeing a bill. It was over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars for the whole brain surgery and uh-huh. everything. So, I'll yeah. always be grateful to like the military, and my dad always be grateful to his service in the military as it is yeah. anyway. But just the fact that they take care of their people at that time. I know there's some there's some um, complaints about. How people yeah. are being treated. Like, There's some struggles definitely yeah, going on, but, but I felt like they yeah. supported me and my family during that time, so that was really cool. And lived there through middle school, and then we got news that my dad uh, had stationed, uh, had gotten, um, what's it called again? Had gotten uh, orders, transferred. maybe. Yeah,
0: transfer. Yeah. yeah, gotten orders. Yeah,
1: that's when we were going to go to Japan. Um, And then they said, well, I'll make you a deal. (laughs) I guess that's something they do sometimes. Uh They said, if you go to Iceland for a year by yourself, TDY, we won't send your family to Japan for five years. And then after Iceland, you get to pick where you go next. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So then we came back to New Mexico. It was really hard. My brother and I did not want to leave Texas. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, I bet. I mean, just, yeah, from hearing yeah. about your experiences. Yeah. And...
1: I was scared. Like, coming from a New Mexico, where, which was a place where I never felt like I had strong friends and I had a lot of anxiety and was never successful at school, going to a place where I felt like I had this support system yeah. and I was being successful, I was scared to come back, man. And I know that's kind of funny because... I mean, that's just what I thought of New Mexico. Like, this was not a place that was, like, a good place for me. Yeah. Yeah. But um, my mom advocated a little bit, and she was like, well, choir's this thing that you're into. Um, And she actually picked a place. Like, she, I don't know what kind of research she did, but she was in contact with choir teachers in Albuquerque at the high schools, just reaching out, like, you know, where's a good choir for my son to go? And I think a big part of where we ended up living was because like uh, Carla Erickson at Mont um uh, Monzano, okay, contacted her back and said, "Yeah, we'd love to have him." Um, and nice. So, yeah, and so that's why choir was a, a big part of my life because when I first started at Monzano, those were the people that that was my those were my friends. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you were done with middle school then in Texas?
1: Yeah. So I finished middle school in Texas. I did and freshman you... and sophomore year at Texas. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh okay. okay. So junior yeah. and senior year was at Monzano. Wow. And my um, peer group at Monzano was choir, which is cool cuz yeah. I don't know if it's like this at every high school, but the choir at Monzano was a melting pot. We had guys there who were stoners and jocks <laughs> and like the nerds and the, like all kinds of yeah. like super ultra religious <clears throat> conservative people mm-hmm. and but I loved it, man. Just yeah. friends all over, you know.
0: Did you guys perform on a regular basis or yeah. was it more of like a
1: No, we performed. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember the choir I was with in Texas, we performed at St. Paul's Cathedral, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York City. That was okay. really cool. Wow. I know the choir in Manzano, we went to um LA and we performed there. Really? Yeah, we did quite a bit of traveling.
0: That's cool. Man. Yeah. Yeah, dude.
1: I know, especially like with all your friends. Those are my uh-huh. friends. We're all on a bus driving all the way to LA. Yeah.
0: yeah. See? That was cool. I I had a lot of good experiences. In high school, like for football, like yeah. we got to play football in Italy, like yeah, where are you going this weekend? Italy, play football, you know, whatever. <laughs> what uh, positions you play? I, we were a small high school, yeah, so we had to play offense oh. and defense, right? Um, I was a center, uh-huh. nice. uh huh? Nice. I was a middle linebacker, okay, awesome. and I was a kicker. I was weak side linebacker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Linebacker was a fun position. Oh, I yeah. love linebacker. Oh, dude, you you get a running ball, start, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um my last two games my senior year they let me run the ball and yeah. I always wanted to run the ball yeah. and I did really well and my coach was yeah. like we should have let you run the ball more often. I was like <laughs> yeah man really? come on uh. but um I never I wish I would have took more advantage of like Other uh, clubs or after school activities, just not sports, you know. But it's okay. I mean, you find your peer group. I'm sure those people were your friends and you guys would go. And it was the same thing. Like, we had the nerds play football, the, you know, the stoners. (laughs) (laughs) I, I went to the high school with about 200, 250 kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really small.
1: I think my graduating class was. Like a thousand. What? But the choir was about a hundred. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, th- that was my main peer group. And I still love those people. Even when I see them, it's almost like seeing family, you know? Yeah. You give them a big hug. And most of my friends that I'm still in contact with now are friends that I made while I was in choir in oh, high school. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, what year did you graduate? 01. 01. Oh, 01. Oh, one. oh okay. I was a 02. Were you? I was a 02. Can you believe
1: our 20 year reunions are coming Are you going to go to Germany for your 20 year reunion?
0: Well, the thing with so my high school's knocked down. <laughs> 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 so the base doesn't exist. Yeah. Um the Dodds, which would be like APS, but it's Dodds, Department of Defense, right. dependent schools. Yeah, I know about um, it a little
1: bit. I thought about applying when I finished with I man, I
0: I I've applied yeah. and Hard I to get the, into? Oh, dude, it's so hard.
1: Hard to get out of, I heard, too. Yeah, it is. Because you get yeah. set up, like you're making good money. Uh-huh. And they, I think you they give you a like a housing country. expense. Yeah. you get Cost a of living might be a little less where COLA, you are.
0: cost of living allowance. Uh, they pay for everything. Pretty yeah. much, if I recall correctly, you have to pay for gas yeah. and your phone bill.
1: No way. <laughs> like they pay for your rent or whatever, your mortgage. Yeah. and it, That's insane. Yeah.
0: So the cost... What, a lot of people do. I don't know how it is in other countries, but yeah. in Germany, people will buy a house mm. and they'll use their cost of living allowance for their mortgage. So, pretty much, it's free Someone's mortgage. Yeah, a house. yeah, dude. Yeah. You should do it. Which is something I'm, I kind of don't man. agree with that. I'm like, well, I don't know if you should be doing that. <laughs> but at the same time, if they're going to give you that opportunity. Yeah.
1: Well, I think so, aren't there countries where you're not allowed to own property if you're not a citizen?
0: I'm not sure. I think I'm sure are. there is, dude. Yeah. yeah. I
1: wonder. I yeah. guess if you were going to try and use that hustle, you better find a place yeah. where you can own property. I
0: bet there's got to be some kind of stipulation like yeah. if you're going to retire here, then you're going to have to do this this and that and yeah. maybe possibly become a citizen and yeah. start paying German taxes and yeah. Makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. So but
1: are you, your schools knocked down? My school's knocked down
0: doesn't exist. What Dodds does is there's these uh liaisons these representatives and they'll say hey yeah i graduated from hanau high school in 96 what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna have a reunion for the students who went there from 96 to 2004 okay so it's in like vegas yeah on this date so if you want to come come if not don't you know yeah so every summer it's in a different place and each uh, high school each school or whatever has a different uh-huh. representative so like oh uh milden hall we're going to have, a, or Lake and Heath, we're going to have a reunion in New York yeah. on July 1st. Yeah. So come through for the years 98 to 2008. Yeah. So that's so what they do. You got to check <laughs> that out, man. Yeah. Actually, there's one, I think there's one this summer. I haven't, yeah. um, they haven't been uh, posting a lot on yeah. Facebook. You know so where so it's going to be? Is it it's going to be York? in Vegas.
1: Vegas is not too hard to get yeah.
0: to. No, it's not. I keep telling them, come here. Come, <laughs> come to Albuquerque. And yeah. everybody's like, that's a real yeah. city? like, right. yeah, it's a real city. So we can be city. like, Christmas, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Teach them
1: all about Christmas, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, here, Christmas means this. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, think I actually
1: it would have a lot of interest in going to a reunion. If we had a reunion mm. for the choir, as nerdy as that sounds, like if just yeah. all my old choir friends had See, a See, that'd thing, be cool. I would do that. Yeah. But I you know, because I was kind of entrenched in this group and I was only there for two years, I didn't know yeah. a lot of people outside of my:
0: See, I made a lot of good friends after like I still have a few good friends from high school, but yeah. I made a lot of good friends after high school, and uh, like college yeah, you went college, to college right? and then um, well, I went to college in Germany, did you, in a city called Mannheim?: That's cool. And it was real small, and it was on base. It was yeah. University of Maryland University College. Okay, so I met a lot okay. of good friends university there. University of Maryland University, university College. College. Yeah, you gotta throw that university. We called in it there. UMUC, Yeah, <laughs> UMUC or UMUC. Yeah, but um, met a lot of good friends there. Met a lot of friends from friends that I made, and yeah, in yeah. Mannheim and Kaiserslautern. And uh, my buddy Daniel just got married in Miami. Uh, back oh yeah, in you January. I remember yeah. you went to that? And that was like a reunion. It was like, all oh, your, yeah. It's like, oh, this is so <laughs> awesome. Yeah, dude, that like, is awesome. is. We're all in our thirties and like <laughs> balding and like <laughs> kids, <laughs> the and kids and spouses. Yeah, still drinking, still, still <laughs> drinking a uh, uh, Jameson and uh, acting like idiots. But yeah, yeah, it was fun, man. It was a good time. That's cool. Yeah, Miami's pretty awesome. Oh, dude, Miami.
1: I don't know if I'd want to live there, but... Yeah,
0: you know, I could see myself living there, but it's big, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. People think, you know, oh, Albuquerque's so big and traffic sucks, it's like, go to Miami. Yeah,
1: Albuquerque's (laughs) spread out, but it's not big. Yeah, it's spread out, yeah, it's not big, exactly. It's kind of nice, I like the space, honestly.
0: Yeah, me too. Little, Little, what is it? My buddy Omega has a saying, and now I forget it
1: biggest little city big,
0: year big city mentality little city reality something oh, okay. like that yeah, yeah yeah i need to i ask him that all like what you're saying man you need to make that a shirt yeah write that down for me man <laughs> but um so you graduate yeah i graduated
1: and then what you get the the bridge to success Scho- so actually ah. funny story about my senior year was there was um one class the only class that i ever almost failed in high school and it was photography did you ever take photography nah dude <laughs> i took photography i wish i would have because it was senior year and i had space for electives uh-huh. i was on the right track and um there was a girl in there that i was really into oh uh, yep yeah Men's so one. Oh, and we actually went out for a little while and she was really nice um and uh, I was just, I had senioritis, man. I did not want to do anything yeah. in that class. Yeah. We had final projects where we we're supposed to take photographs and stuff. And I honestly, I i don't know. I just flipped the switch. And the flip the switch for that class, I just didn't give any Fs. I just, yeah. You know. And so I, <laughs> I i think I had a 40 <laughs> oh, no. at the end of the semester in that class. And I was going to like lose my opportunity to have the bridge scholarship, which is like the one that gets you to the lottery because mm-hmm. your GPA had to be a certain uh, a certain number. So I went to the lady um, who was super nice, and I just said, I blew it, and I'm, s- I'm really sorry. Yeah. And I'm going to lose my opportunity to have a scholarship because I'm an idiot. Oh, man. And she passed me, man. She passed me with wow. a 70. She said, I will pass you, but you have to promise not to take this class next semester. <laughs> True story. Yeah. And I said... I will never bother you again. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, thank you. And then I became the TA, the teacher assistant in the girls chorus for the last semester. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the girls, what's <laughs> up, <man. laughs> the yeah. girls chorus was all like freshman, sophomore, and sometimes junior mm-hmm. girls singing beautifully. Cool. Yeah.
0: You did that for the whole semester? Yeah.
1: And that was awesome. Nice, you know, too. I would help like help them warm up and do like scales and yeah. stuff. I guess That's that was, a, yeah.
0: Do re mi frasa, yeah. yeah. So
1: I was also in a, a club by Mr. Perry, I think was his name, at Manzano. And it was called the Future Educators of America. So yep. I knew from pretty early on that teaching was kind of what I wanted to get into. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, I didn't, I don't know. I was just like socially awkward every time we met because I didn't know any of the other people in there. But uh-huh. I don't know what I really gained from it except to hang out with other people who kind of wanted to be teachers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I knew from pretty early on, I think my experience with like hating my, my special ed time through knowing what it felt like to be successful really gave me some ideas about how much, how much a teacher or person can influence a kid just by helping them to feel successful. Yeah. I think feeling successful just breeds success and, giving a student an opportunity to feel unsuccessful just breeds that unsuccessfulness. Yeah. And if you can, if you can motivate or help or inspire or, you know, get kids to feel like they're successful in any way and build on that. Yeah. I decided I didn't want, like I was going to be a teacher because I didn't want any other kids to experience that stuff that I did. Yeah. Cause I'd done both and I knew, mm. I knew what I wanted it to be like for, for the, the kids that I had a chance to work with. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I went to UNM. UNM?
0: UNM! UNM! U&M. Everyone's a Lobo. That's right. <laughs>
1: I did okay at UNM. I didn't do great in my undergrad classes, but it was a hard time, man.
0: Yeah, it is. You know, that transition. I mean, yeah. <laughs> did you stay on campus? Yeah, no. Did you? Oh, okay.
1: No, no, actually, so that's a whole different story, but my friends and I, my one of my really good friends, um, his grandpa passed away our senior year of high school. And left a house to the family. Oh, okay. It was a hard time for them. But his dad, my friend's dad, offered us the house if we wanted to live there. Oh, wow. Right out of high school. So (laughs) it was this thing where we graduated and then me and three of my best friends moved into this pad. Man. And it was... it was like the craziest year of my life stuff that i'm not even willing to talk about on air honestly (laughs) but it was amazing and i still love those guys i don't get to see all of them all the time because they're all they they have their own lives man you know but it was a fun year
0: it was a great year it was like animal house oh it was yes it was like (laughs) animal house so you want to know taylor's experience (laughs) just watch animal house (laughs) that's right and yeah that's right
1: (laughs) um and I was the only one in there that was going to college at the time, which was kind of tough because my my boys would, you know, they had they would have jobs and they had responsibilities. You yeah. Know? But sometimes I felt a little isolated. Yeah. You know? But um, my good friend, Brandon, he would like help me write papers. And he was the only one with a laptop. He would let me borrow his laptop oh, okay. to do my schoolwork.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. man. You got to have those great, friends with the resources. That's right. That's I right. borrow your laptop?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know. He would, he would be playing a game. He'd be like, ah. <laughs> 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 True story. Fine. Yeah. I think he helped uh. me write it more than one. Where I was like, I don't think I can do this. He's like, I got you, man. Let's do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, Good friends. Cool, I've been cool. blessed with good people in my life. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah. 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 I'm a lucky guy. So I fin- It took me five years to do college. I was doing twelve credit hours a semester, mm-hmm. just because, like, I knew what my limits were, and I knew if I tried I to go too thing. crazy, I wasn't gonna finish. I just I did the I, same thing. It man. was truth for me, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I took five years, and I don't have any shame in saying that because I finished and I did fine. And all my educator classes, I did fine. Um, my student teaching was awful. I had the worst mentor teacher. Did you? She made me, oh, she! So this lady, she would stop me in the middle of a lesson and like tell me what I was doing wrong. Like in front of the kids. This is a second grade class. She would just stop me. She'd be like, nope, you're doing that wrong. She'd have me submit lesson plans to her and then just throw them out and be like, you need to rewrite these. (laughs) This is garbage. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) Get in the closet. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much, man. (laughs) I remember being in my apartment. I was sharing an apartment with my wife by that time. Just being on the floor crying. Just like, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. I'm not going to finish. But I'd come so far. And so... I got through it. I saw I was talking to the people at UNM. I was telling them everything that was happening. And they said, just do this. Do your like, what is it? I think at the time it was maybe three weeks. So we had to do student teaching. It's called full.
0: Yeah. The uh, solo. Yeah. The solo solo solo
1: time. They said, finish your solo time. And then, you know, you can go to a different class or something. You Mm -hmm. can just leave. So that's where I met Heather, actually. Oh, okay. So I, I finished my solo time, and then I hung out with Heather for the rest of the school year. And she was teaching special ed, and she was a bit of an angel for me too, because I needed a place to escape to. And yeah. She was she was kind of there. Like I said, I've, I've been blessed with like supportive people yeah. my whole life.
0: She's a good person to escape to. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good
1: person. She's real, you know. I like yeah. that. That's one of my yeah. favorite. Thi- that's one of my favorite things in a person. Yeah. Someone who's real. I try to be real and honest.
0: Hundred percent.
1: she's real she doesn't really sugarcoat. she just tells you no she doesn't I like that (laughs) I do so then I was ready to quit Mm -hmm. but I couldn't I didn't quit I graduated and then I wasn't ready to be a teacher because my my confidence was shot man I did not want to be a teacher yeah so I decided to be an EA and that was a good experience for me got some confidence back you know what helped me get my confidence back wasn't watching amazing teachers it was watching teachers who were not that good yeah that's what really helps with my confidence yeah. in my two years as an EA was, and I'm not trying to say that the teachers I worked directly with were not great teachers, but being in a lot of different classrooms, I saw a lot of teachers who I felt I could do better than this. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like I can do this and I can do better. Yeah. And so um, uh, one of the teachers at Grant Middle School where I was working told me about this program where I got my master's at UNM uh, in special education.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, Met some great people there too. Worked really hard. Took me like two and a half years. The cool thing about this program doesn't exist anymore. Is it was completely paid for. I didn't have to pay anything to get my master's. See, man.
0: Yeah, and I need to go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the (laughs) catch
1: was is you taught for a year. Like as soon as you got accepted, you were looking for teaching jobs. Yeah. You taught for a year at half pay. Oh, wow. So I was already in EA. I was already making about half what a teacher yeah. makes anyway. It wasn't a big change for me, except for I was running the classroom, which was fine. Um, so you teach for your first year at half pay on an intern license, and then they covered all the master's. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great program. Man. I learned more in that master's program than I did in my undergrad, for sure. Oh, I didn't feel I like undergrad yeah. prepared me for teaching, really.
0: Look, I had some great professors yeah. in, at UNM during my undergrad, yeah. but I also had some not so great yeah professors who mm-hmm. are just, just like you didn't prepare us yeah. at all for these yeah. situations and yeah well and i have to
1: take some onus it might have been partially me yeah just there, like i wasn't too. paying attention or i wasn't that putting, kept me up at night i wasn't I putting enough my... into it to get out of it when i needed to Did i know? put in the effort yeah, yeah.
0: so what year did you get your uh bachelor's Oh man,
1: oh six.
0: And then you got your masters, and
1: so I took two years. That would be oh eight, and then so, uh, like around uh, twenty ten. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So what is this? this is twenty twenty? I've been teaching about ten years. So That's about right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. About right. oh, ten years.
0: Yeah, man. It goes I by. Quick. I just yeah. I got done with my sixth year. Ooh.
1: You know what's exciting uh, <laughs> about ten years? I only have like. Fifteen more until I can retire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Serious. Look yeah. at me. Uh, got a pension. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I don't know how long I'll be I'll be teaching. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have a lot of ideas. I, I have know. a lot of... I know you
1: do. You have good ideas. <laughs> I think you know, I have good ideas. Nah, you do, man. You do. Oh, man. Just fresh ideas. You got to keep them coming. I think I'll probably teach at least until I... I'm able to retire. I mean I'm halfway in now. Yeah. What would what would be the next thing you did if you didn't teach
0: I don't know, man. Yes That's you what's do. Scary. You're just saying that. <laughs> you know you have ideas. I think I'd I'd work full time on the music. Yeah. Like really push it. Yeah. Like really yeah, dive into it. Yeah. Travel. Uh do like it, some touring. Do some touring. Take music to different people. You yeah. know, try to get in on the uh, you know, music. Yeah. tv or uh movie tv industry with uh, the music yeah. yeah
1: like composing music for uh-huh. movies and stuff uh-huh. i think that's where so you don't hear a lot about classical composers composers right now as it is mm. but i think that um some of the most like beautiful modern compositions i've heard are stuff from movies and yeah. shows mm-hmm. i know my brother has a record it's like the game of thrones record it's beautiful man yeah it's some good stuff oh man these guys make amazing music i guess that's where the money is right Uh uh-huh yeah
0: Yeah, if you can get licensed if you can get your music license because you're gonna get residuals from that as well yeah and then like every time it plays on hbo or whatever it's like oh here's another check it's like oh nice (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah man we'll see uh i thought about going back to school uh Uh, not in an educational aspect i wouldn't No. Thought about uh, taking some journalism classes, communication. My sister's a journalist. Really? If you want someone to talk to. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll
1: give you some information later. Yeah.
0: Does she live in New Mexico? She used
1: to. She worked for the Journal for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, now she works um, in Austin for the Texas Tribune, I think is what it's called. It's an um, all-online publication. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah. a lot of papers are going online now, just strictly online? I think you have to to survive. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But, like, Albuquerque Journal, they're still printing, but they're <laughs> also online, you yeah. know? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Man. Journalism would be cool. Yeah. Something like that, getting yeah. into video, film. Yeah. Podcasting. Podcast. Oh, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've always, like, ever since I heard podcasting was a thing, I was yeah. like, I, I want to do one of those. Yeah. Like, what, 2008 when I heard about it? 2009. And I had a uh, coworker, Christine. She's like, "Yeah, you should do one. You should do one." I thought, well, "What? What one. would I do? A podcast?" <laughs> That's me. I feel like, man, I'd love to do a podcast, but what do I talk about all the time? you yeah.
1: could do one about education, but I think there's like a thousand of them yeah. out there.
0: It's too, who cares, dude?
1: Something specific to New
0: Mexico. You're a good like, talker. You're a good. You're a wow. good talkative <laughs> talker. You're a speaker. Yeah, a little, man. A little too chatty. And ah, man, you're good. I'm good. Yeah. Like you could do a podcast yeah. on like the the pd that you did the oh, yeah. um um compassion fatigue compassion fatigue you could do one on that yeah you yeah. could do, do one on transitioning from a teacher to a, a librarian yeah nobody wants to hear that yeah hey you'd be surprised <laughs> bro. <No. Yeah. laughs> maybe some
1: tips on like how to do it if you're interested but yeah. no one wants to hear about uh uh-huh. like the transition
0: you should get your uh, homies from yeah. from choir in high school and, like, <laughs> talk about the good old days oh, it'd be great be, man yeah i think that that'd would be awesome cool. mm
1: you know why I got good at like, talking and public speaking and stuff is because when I was a kid and school was hard for me, they'd split you into groups and everyone would get a job and I didn't want to be the writing person yeah. or the art person because yeah. I'm just terrible <laughs> at those. I mean, I already talked about how my spelling is. And so I would just volunteer to be the talking guy. Yeah. And I would say, I'll present. Um, yeah, I'd still be there for ideas and stuff, but I would, nice. always be, I would volunteer as the presenter person. <laughs> I think it's one of those things, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it with it too
0: yeah 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 see i can perform like get on stage yeah and i can teach in front of 25 35th graders yeah but like you asked me to present on john tell us your experience as a first year teacher i'll look at everybody like uh let me put that in the form of a rap song <laughs> uh <laughs> you need to do that <laughs> yeah so you need to do that i would there listen go. to that shit for sure yeah man yeah, look, at, um, because um, you know, uh, like my vocab sucks, dude. When I <laughs> have to talk in front of an, a certain amount of people, and
1: then I uh, just start kind of forgetting. We'll see
0: the um, what's the word? Um, first the <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first year teaching, yeah, um, yeah, and the the power the yeah. PowerPoint will explain.
1: Uh, yeah, dude. I'll mess I think it up. the biggest group I ever spoke in front of was, um, it was two years ago. It was at the mid school math conference in Santa Fe, and the keynote speaker was Joe Bowler, who's kind of a hero of mine. But um a group of people that I was working with um on like growth mindset, something that we talked about a mm-hmm. little bit uh in math and talking a little bit about the mid school drop off in math performance. Mm-hmm. And I did a presentation um there in front of I don't know how many people. It was a lot of
0: people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's thousands. kind of an adrenaline rush. Yeah, no, nah, like, it wasn't thousands. <laughs> it was like a side room, maybe uh, like a okay. hundred or
0: so people. But that's cool. Yeah, I like it. See, I need to put myself in those situations. Get you know, out, of, get out of my comfort zone. You, you know mean? what you do?
1: <laughs> this is what I do: commit to shit that you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then be someone who's not willing to like say no or give up, and then just push through and do it. That's I yeah. say. All right, I'm going to do that. I'll do that. Yeah. See, and then I'm like,
0: "Where's that I get myself into? There's that position opening up next year uh-huh. for the assistant IC.
1: Uh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I thought. Hmm. <laughs> it's it's decent money, isn't Maybe, it? Maybe like ten
0: thousand yeah. or something. I think it's five. Oh yeah, I think you're right. That's and I thought, well, let me let me like yeah. you were saying, let me push myself into that into that position where yeah. I where I'm at a point where yep. I can't say no anymore. <laughs> yep, you should so, do it. <clears throat> I'm not. Yeah, gonna I need do to it. need to talk to Connie. Yeah,
1: you should talk to her. We'll see. It'll know, be a I lot I, of time. I talked to I a couple other people who are
0: interested. Oh okay, yeah. You should do it. I'll look into good, it, man. Yeah, for man. sure absolutely <laughs> you would be IC someday yeah man see that'd be a great position you think you'd like that? i think i'd like it i don't know about all the testing stuff yeah but i think other like you know helping out teachers yeah helping them build in their classroom outside of the curriculum like oh we want, you should use this for your social studies or you know yeah use this as a writing activity or yeah, yeah. i think being an instructional coach would be really
1: cool yeah i could see myself doing that for a while there, I thought I wanted to be a principal maybe, but I don't know. If, I don't know if I could do it. Too. I don't know. You know my problem with that? It just doesn't seem like fun. It I think I've told you that before, but yeah. I can't see. Well, like Where's the joy or the fun in that job? It yeah. just seems like it's all...
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's like the principal position. What are the <laughs> dudes in Harry Potter? The uh, dementors. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just oh. like that position like just like slowly <laughs> sucking your soul like yeah, I just don't... Oh man, dude. Yeah, I don't know. But I give props to the people who are principals. Absolutely. I see them day in, day out, you know. First one's there, mm-hmm. last one's to leave mm-hmm. with kids typing man. on the phone, <laughs> emails, emailing. Ugh parents waiting at your door first thing oh, in the morning super angry He's super angry dude. and then yeah. still like to do all that and try and
1: stay positive you know yeah
0: smile it's on tough. your face yeah. and s- trying to inspire your staff yeah, yeah man yeah, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work but yeah i mean maybe my friends ask me like hey man you're gonna be a principal one day nope i know Mm. that's funny people say the same thing to me it's like they feel like like the corporate like
1: you got to keep rising keep getting promoted they feel like you know if you're a teacher you know next step is that principal you're gonna you're gonna keep going you're gonna keep being a principal but like that's not that's not always the natural progression i think i'd
0: like to curve and be an ic yeah you know something library is cool library there's a lot of different things you can do yeah, as a man. support person. There is. I think uh our, our native education teacher. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, he's a really cool guy. Does has that gig on it. Yeah, like man. an intervention. Kind an of interventionist, position. yeah. Like what um Mary Lee. Mary Lee reading interventionist. Yeah, uh be cool. even a counselor. Like, yeah. I'd love to be a counselor. You yeah.
1: have to get a master's for that.
0: Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> well you could get your masters in go. counseling. Yeah. All right. That would be, be a lot some, of fun. something you know. to look forward to. Yeah. I, a lot to think about. See, that's another thing. I have so many ideas. Yeah. And I want to do everything. Got to I write them down. I want to do bench. this. I want to do that. I want to, yeah. Want to open a food truck. Wanna, oh. Yeah, dude. That sounds me. Want to open a brewery. Want to put the food truck in the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> My brother and I have this gag where we're going to open
1: a dive bar. We just want to have a dive bar.
0: Oh, see? There you go. Yeah. I want to do comedy.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. You know? I kind of want to do that too. Yeah, man. We'll we got to write. We got to
0: write.
1: We got to write more. Get
0: a, yeah, that should be a goal by the end of the summer. Have a five minute set. Have a five
1: minute set. Have a five minute set That's too. a good goal. Yeah. All right. And then we could practice it for each other. Yeah, dude. Because I don't want to. Yeah, man. I can't imagine telling my wife, all right, babe, listen to this for a minute. I'm going to tell you some jokes.
0: You know what we should do? (laughs) We should get a five minute set. Yeah. Get everybody, all the teachers, to go to like green jeans or something. Yeah. And be like, all right, guys, check this out. This is Tell us what you think. Yeah. (laughs) But there might be some teachers who are like, oh, I don't like that joke at all. But that's okay. Yeah. We need that
1: yeah well i think most of the people we work with now are kind of on board with the types of jokes we yeah, do that'd be funny
0: yeah go to green jeans or um wherever yeah do our five minute set you know what
1: we should do is invite them all out to karaoke and then when it's our turn to sing we're just like fuck singing i'm gonna yeah. tell some jokes yeah. and you just
0: tell jokes for uh-huh. the whole song <laughs> yeah that'd be great dude i wonder what people would do if you yeah. if you did that Oh, excuse me, sir. That's illegal. You you have to do a karaoke song. Yeah, shut it, karaoke guy. Yeah. You don't know my life. Kick over the machine. (laughs) (sighs) See, there's a joke right there. (laughs) 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 We got to write that one down. Yeah, don't steal my joke. We'll share that one. Yeah. And then when we do it, we can um, source each other. Okay. Yeah. Do like a comedy bibliography. Yeah. Bibliography. Bibliography. Yeah. This joke is also done by uh, daniel taylor uh eighteenth <laughs> yeah uh two thousand and nineteen That's uh, my sister's birthday at one forty three p m in the afternoon while doing a podcast, so <laughs> shout out to jolie I love you oh happy, happy birthday. birthday yeah yeah up so this being the red and green report, I've yeah. kind of asked people what they prefer mm-hmm. as far as red and green chili, yeah, but I think I need to change that. Mm-hmm. Question because Everyone it's kind of it's both. been the same answer like uh I like both, or depending on the dish, you know what I mean, I have my preference my answer but, is different from that oh okay, so <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> my I don't like chili at all <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about chili? get now, the hell out of here but I guess what what's your favorite new Mexican dish? My favorite dish, man. I
1: came prepared to talk about my favorite chili. Okay, you're hitting me with this. So, what do Um, you prefer? So, I'm a red chili guy through and through. Only red chili. Yes. So, I've had a little bit of green chili that I like once in a while, and it's not even like the dish. It's more about how it doesn't matter. I'm just a red chili guy. Red chili. I honestly like. I like to keep just some red chili and put it on whatever. Put it on anything. Yeah. So good. So
0: good. Dude, I love. Yeah, red oh, chili.
1: I love red chili. Yeah, man. I think Especially, you can tell a lot about a restaurant by how good oh, their dude. red chili is. Oh dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Like even just with like tortillas and beans. Uh, yep. Red chili. Yep. Boom. Just tortillas I like the, the same thing with green chili, mm-hmm. but for some reason I'd rather have mm, I'd no, rather have that red no, nope, not me. Red chili all yeah. the way.
1: My favorite dish, that's a tough one. Um I really liked a good uh stuffed sopopia. Oh yeah, man. Like um, carne of adav- maybe a stuffed sopapia, carne adovada, oh. red chili, ref- refried beans, like the you know, like the the mushy kind.
0: Oh yeah, man. Um, Where do you get that at? What's your favorite spot? Where um, do you make it at home? No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know my wife and my daughter can't eat sopapias; they would kill me if I made. Oh, soap
0: okay, okay, yeah.
1: Uh, Monroe's has a really good yes, stuffed sopapia. They do. I like to go there.
0: Shout out, Monroe's.
1: Shout out to Monroe's. Everybody in my family loves Monroe's, so we go there all the time. Okay. It's the one place we all agree on. Um, I also like, I don't know. It's not like New Mexico cuisine, but I like fish tacos. Just went to Dia de los Tacos the uh, other day. Had yeah. their fish tacos. They're amazing. They are good, dude. Oh, yeah. they're so good. Um, El Patron has some amazing fish tacos if you've okay. never had them. They have this... Um, Oh, what is it? It's like a sauce. Um anyway.
0: The, I've heard good know. things about El Patron. Yeah. Yeah. My wife worked there for a while. We oh, still okay. go,
1: still go there to eat. I feel like it's a good sign of a restaurant if you can work there and then you still want to go there to oh, eat. Oh yeah, for sure. Um that's mostly I mean like a good breakfast burrito. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were shouting out a couple of breakfast burritos that I've never had. I need to try out. I guess like the one of the beef jerky company or something. Dude, yes, has an For- amazing on Fourth Street breakfast burrito.
0: Also, it, you can add chicharrones to it. That's what they oh. said. Or they'll
1: put their jerky in there.
0: Dude, or something. it's so good. On I haven't had Street. the one on Fourth oh. Street. If you drive towards a Wells Park tractor. Uh-huh. Yeah. It'll be on the left hand side. I
1: need to check out that place. Dude, I'll probably text you to get I an I think they're
0: anchor, but... they're opening a second spot uh-huh. and it's like right next door. No way. I don't know why they're doing that. But um yeah, dude, it's I heard they it's really have an good, amazing burrito. Yeah.
1: I like a good breakfast burrito in the morning. But you know, I've always kind of struggled with being a big guy, so I'm trying not to eat that stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, man. You know, I've uh I try not to eat until twelve o'clock.
1: Is that your one yeah. of your things?
0: Um and I'm trying not to eat meat during the week. Really? Which is really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Like I cheated. What me and my buddy Ua went to the Nexus yeah. yesterday, and I had the fried yeah, chicken. The chicken, but um, I mean, working out too, like that helps. And yeah. then I have my bike, and yeah, you know, working out, trying to cut out the soda, which is also hard. Yeah, I cut out Diet Coke, and I traded it for Diet Ginger Ale. Yeah, but it's still pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same ingredients, dude. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, but um, uh. But, yeah, just, you know, the exercising and, and I'm doing that fasting where I don't eat till 12. and yeah. then. But, yeah, I mean, like I know people who eat burritos on a regular basis, like yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner, and yeah. then they go to Burger King. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, in my 20s, I ate like that. Like, well, I would eat.
1: You know what's man. frustrating to me as someone who struggles with my weight is when – like, slim people who can just eat whatever they want all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. They, I
0: hate They got that good metabolism. It. Oh,
1: God. I hate it. Dude. So jealous and, and angry. Like,
0: yeah, dude. I, I feel the same way. Like, I, I've been a big <laughs> dude for a while, and I yeah. just, I worked really hard to, like, get to this point, and I'm still like, man, I need to lose more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And,
1: yeah, and you go out with a buddy and you'll be like, I'll have the chicken mm. salad.
0: Mm. Can you put chocolate cake on top of the pizza, <laughs> yeah. deep fry it, bring it yeah. back, and then they eat the whole thing and uh-huh. they're like, oh, I'm still hungry. And it's like, that's oh, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the worst. But okay, yeah, fish tacos, carne elevada, mm-hmm. stuffed sopapilla. Yeah, stuffed soapapapia. Yeah, super good. I haven't had a. No, I went to um, Monica's de Portal uh-huh. in Old Town. Uh-huh. Have you ever been there? I don't know. They have a good. It's uh, Rio Grande. It's right across the street from Old Town, like the the entrance to the Old Town, Old Town. Yeah. You know, the walking streets and all that. Okay. But yeah, it's really good, dude. Really? Yeah.
1: What was I going to say? I thought it was. Oh, you know what else I think is pretty um, native to New Mexico is like, I don't know, like the, is it the Indian taco? Like the fried bread? Yeah. With the, like maybe some beef and then like red chili, avocado. Oh, dude, yeah. I really like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know too. if there's anywhere else in the world where you can get something. I don't like think that. so.
0: Not <laughs> like they do it here. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. seen it in Texas. Have you? And it doesn't look really. Yeah, it's like they use like chili, like uh, Texas chili yeah, on like it, and it's chunky like, meat uh, chili. Yeah, things. dude. Yeah. No. Nope. Nowhere like New Mexico to get your food, man. Well, yeah. I'm I'm hungry right now. Me too. <laughs>
1: me too. I might have to stop and get a taco. Yeah. Know. Yeah.
0: I'm going to meet up with a buddy to go get we're going to go try uh I forget the name of the pizza place. Yeah? But yeah, we're going to go try it.
1: A p- new pizza place?
0: It's uh no, it's old. Uh, oh. Is it Pizza Castle? Yeah, they just have a pizza? new building. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, we used to go I used to go to oh. Pizza Castle all the time.
0: He's he's been speaking it up to me, so. It's good pizza. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice.
1: They have a new spot. I don't know if it's open. I just drove by the other day.
0: Oh, okay. I'll Can have speak? to look it up before we yeah. go. But um as an educator and as mm-hmm. someone who's been through a rough education educational experience and someone who's still an educator and 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 knew from a young age that that's what you wanted to do what advice would you give to somebody who want to pursue education as a career
1: oh man that's a good question um i think so first of all i would say that I don't so I'm guessing this person has some some idea about like wanting to do good for the people around them. Yeah. Wanting to make a difference. And I would say that educating is definitely a powerful way to do that. And I would say that um so my my tips of advice I think what helps me to be a really good teacher and what I would say are some good strengths or qualities that you could have to help you be a good teacher. One is to have a short memory. You know, that kid who gave you a hard time all day, you got to go home and you got to forget about it because they deserve a fresh start every yeah. day. And that's hard to do. Yeah. But you have to give them a fresh. You can't come back to work the next day still pissed at them. You can't do it because yeah. that relationship's going to spiral and you're, ne- you're going to lose them.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so you have to have a short memory. Uh, the other thing I think that's helped me is just being empathetic. Yeah. And just trying to understand everyone's perspective. And when that kid comes in and has a shitty day, like the first thing I think to myself is why are they, you know, yeah. there's something going on. And sometimes it's something as easy as they didn't eat breakfast, but sometimes they have complex situations and trauma going on yeah. and they're taking that out on, on you because you're a safe person. So mm. you can find a little pride in being that safe person and try to uh, be empathetic. And that doesn't always make it easier to work um with them at the moment but it's good to like help understand um i would say that um i don't know i think those are my my two biggest tips also i think spending as much time in the classroom as you can before you become a teacher is a good idea yeah because i think it's not always the job that some people think it is yeah i'd
0: like to tell people like hey man maybe work or volunteer at a youth center before and after care yeah or even at a school if you have your background check well you're going to have to get a background check at a youth center anyway but uh yeah exactly yeah
1: i think it's i think people have these grand ideas you mm-hmm. know about what it's going to be and it's hard yeah. it's hard work yeah. and it's it can be grueling and there can be days where you feel like you're done um and that's another case where having a short memory i think is really yeah. useful it's not all like playing with kids i think there are jobs that are just mostly playing with kids yeah. but it, it's not being a teacher if you're if you're a really good teacher, then you're constantly challenging yourself and you're challenging other people, and that's hard. Yeah. Challenging yourself and challenging other people is exhausting. Mm-hmm. So I think just to be mindful, I, I, and I'm, I'm not saying that to discourage anyone from being a teacher, but I think it's important that they have a realistic idea of what it means to be a teacher. Yeah, it's not all rainbows and butterflies. It's kind of like yeah. being a parent. My wife has this. Um, It wasn't a saying, but she had this complaint when we first started being parents about how all the other moms were talking about. This is wonderful. Being a mom is amazing. Mm -hmm. And she said that none of the moms talked about how hard it was. And it made her feel like she wasn't a good mom. So that's kind of what it's like being a teacher. Like, it's hard being a teacher. And it's okay to talk about how it's hard. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. And there's going to be times when you need to ask for help. And... The first few years are going to be super confusing, but also know this, I think this is the most important thing. When I was in my master's program that one of the teachers told me, and she said, as long as you, as you care about the kids, you know, and you, and you do the best you can, you're not going to ruin a kid. Mm -hmm. Like there's nothing you're going to do in that classroom that's going to ruin somebody or ruin something. Just go in with the best intentions, work hard and care about those kids. Because if you think back to the teachers that you had, it's not the teacher that taught you how to divide fractions that you remember. It's the teachers that cared about you. Mm-hmm. That's what you remember. You remember the teachers who cared about exactly you and that. who were able to show you or communicate that to you in a, in a meaningful way. And so I think if you're coming from that place, then you're going to find yeah. success
0: as a teacher. Wise words, man. Yeah. Wise words. Yeah, that's some great advice. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, having a short memory. That's important. Super important. Well, man, I think on that note, we'll in the podcast yeah man thanks for having me you down to come back
1: yeah i'll come back anytime we'll
0: do like a food podcast
1: i am sh- I would love
0: to we'll do like a fish taco podcast oh my god so uh, me and omega we're doing a pizza cast are you really and we were supposed to do it weeks ago but uh-huh. yeah we're, we're gonna so it how down.
1: does like you can just order a bunch of pies so and you're just gonna we'll take a bite and talk about it what i
0: did was i put a picture of a pizza on instagram yeah and i asked people what's your favorite pizza spot oh, and then they voted yeah. on it so people said giovanni's was the giovanni's best. is the yeah. best in town yeah so Have have you had it? I've had it. Okay. Me and Omega went, and uh-huh. yeah, and uh, so we're going to talk about pizza in the city awesome. and his yeah. experience, my experience. Uh, yeah. What do you prefer, you know, corporate over a uh, oh. uh, home, homemade, yeah. uh, uh, hometown, no, you know, I get c- you. I could companies. talk pizza. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> man. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but we could do like fish tacos oh. or stuffed soupapillas. I or, love food. Or... I yeah, know. man i'd be happy to cool man well thanks for coming yeah. through and uh thanks again for having me. yeah man we'll have to get up again this summer and go oh we got to work on our
1: yeah we're gonna write
0: yeah we're yeah. gonna comedy <laughs> our five minute set yeah
1: maybe after our sets are decent we could do a podcast with our sets oh man yeah and just that, do dude, it on the mic fun. with nobody laughing yeah <laughs> i can get a laugh
0: track just... well that's not a laugh track no but, but i get yeah. the idea <laughs> did that record
1: I don't think it did. Uh, I
0: don't think it did. No. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on the machine. So.
1: <laughs> right on, man. Thanks All for right, having cool, man. me. Yeah. Thanks for coming through. No problem.
0: Peace.